This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When you need to know what's happening, it's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Dukes, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConforta. Welcome to the In the Huddle podcast. Uh, we are a three-person rotating core here at In the Huddle. And as we embark on the start of actual NFL free agency and the waning hours of legal tampering or whatever you want to call it, it will be me, Jason Lockenfora, and as always, Baldy, Brian Baldinger, as well. Carl Dukes will be back on Thursday. And Baldy, it's already wild and wooly, even though the league year hasn't officially, officially begun yet. We've got a first wave of activity that we want to go through. The teams that were big players, the big players that are off the board, who's still out there. But we've got to start with the quarterbacks. There's still some major quarterback elephants in the room, Baldy. And as we record this, Aaron Rodgers is still leaving the Packers and Jets in limbo. It's clear the Packers don't want him back. They want to play Jordan Love. It's clear that outside of the Jets, there's really nobody else who seems to be willing to pay Aaron Rodgers $60 million for one year, which is essentially pay-as-you-go, how that contract works. They are trying, the Jets, to recruit Alan Lazard and perhaps some of of other uh, guys who have ties to Aaron Rodgers. But I I just don't know, Baldy. I I don't know that this is the solution. I I don't know that they're not going to be right back here a year from now, the Jets looking for another quarterback. And I don't know how much Aaron Rodgers really has left in the tank. Where where are you? And I'm just I'm worn out by the whole damn thing, to be honest with you. Where are you? Well, um, I, I, I honestly believe there's only one landing spot for Aaron. And so uh, and that's the New York Jets. And so then it becomes, does Aaron want to play and pack up and move to, uh, you know, Florham Park, New Jersey, or some yeah. vicinity of Florham Park, you know, for – whatever part of the offseason he's willing to give them and a season and possibly another one. We saw this literally play out verbatim in 2008 with Brett Favre. It's, it's, it's eerily similar, yeah. Jason, to the situation with Brett Favre. Uh, almost like identical. So I, I believe like it, the decision is really Aaron Rodgers to keep playing or to play with the New York Jets because there doesn't look to be another option. And so I don't know what's holding – there's a lot of things holding it up, Jason. I mean, there's compensation. There's a contract. Yeah. Um, there's probably off-season stipulations. I mean, I can't imagine Joe Douglas and Robert Sala and Woody Johnson being thrilled to get – so thrilled to get Aaron Rodgers that he's like, look, I need my time off. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll come back for OTAs. Like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, you know, Elijah Moore, 
you know, Sauce, they need Aaron Rodgers there is a lot. Yeah. This offseason. yeah. They, they got to interact with him. They got to know what he's like. They got to know his, you know, 18 years in his business, audibles, checks, like nonverbal communication, all the things that you see him attempt to do with young receivers <clears throat> that takes time. And, you you know, you, you, you've got to hit the field running uh, Labor Day weekend. And so there's still a lot to be worked out. But I thought from the very beginning, Jason, that when they signed Nathaniel Hackett after interviewing mm-hmm. tons of different coordinators uh, and letting, you know, uh, you know, and, and making that change to that position, that it was all in an effort to recruit Aaron Rodgers. Sure. I guess the thing is, though, it's not like Hackett's been there five years, Baldy, and everybody else already knows that offense, too. Right. And, you know, people want to compare Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady. The, the Tom Brady got in trouble at the homestead, right, because he couldn't – he never turned the football meter off. Yeah. He'd shut it down for five days, and then he's back with Alex Guerrero, and then he's out throwing yeah. with Tom House, and it's kinesiology. You know what I mean? Like, Aaron Rodgers – that ain't Aaron Rodgers. Like, he yeah. wants to hang out in caves and talk to bats and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I – I just none of this feels like if I'm a, I, I, the Jet, Jets fans seem to be over the moon about this, and I'm just trying to temper people's expectations because this does not give me warm and fuzzy vibes. This feels like an arranged marriage for one year, so he can get what's left guaranteed on the contract, so they can sell some jerseys and sell some hope, false hope, and then, then the nine months from now we're talking about who's the next quarterback of the Jets. Well, I, on another podcast, Jason, you know, on the day that you weren't on. I said it wasn't a good fit. From the beginning, I said it wasn't a good fit because of the arranged marriage, which it looks like right now, if it happens, the short term that they're going to get Aaron Rodgers for doesn't help Garrett Wilson going forward. They they still need a quarterback. Now, maybe somehow somehow they can resurrect the quarterback situation they had. And Mike White just is going to sign with the Miami Dolphins. He's not, you know, the panacea that he has been two years in a row for a game or two, um, you know, when he has replaced Zach Wilson, they're still in the quarterback market. And so I just don't, I didn't think from the beginning it was a good deal, but then once they sort of weren't able to get Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he's all in on Las Vegas, Las Vegas looks like he's on, like the carousel and Sam Darnold's gone, you know, like all these guys have signed and where's that leave the Jets? I mean, the Jets, if they end up with just Zach Wilson and whoever they might sign as a stop, you know, some low end free agent right now, whatever it might be, uh, or, 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 or draft a guy, um, the, the Jets are just going to go, what are we like? How do we get here? Well, and to, to that point, that brings us to a natural transition to the other quarterback elephant in the room, the Lamar Jackson situation. If I'm advising Woody Johnson, I'm telling the owner of the Jets, I'm telling him right now, Woody, here's what we're going to do. Okay, Wednesday we can officially start meeting with Lamar Jackson. We're going to call uh, Rogers' buddies over there at Athletes First. We're going to tell them, hey, we're, we're flying to South Florida today. We want to get first dibs at Lamar Jackson. We're going to gas up the plane. We're leaving here at noon. We're going to land three hours later. If when we land, your guy hasn't agreed to whatever Joe Douglas wants him to agree to, we're off of him. You have no market. Have fun making $60 million backing up Jordan Love in Green Bay, brother, because that's what you're looking at, right? Like, I, I, I don't – why would the Jets not just pivot? Yeah. Like, why would, right. why would you not pivot to the 26-year-old who's still ascending, who could be there for six years and give you clarity? Yeah. 
No, look. I, I, if you're willing to pay Rodgers 60 for one, you're not willing to pay Lamar 50 a year for five? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it makes perfect sense, Jason. And, you know, uh, I think that long-term, it's a better situation than a short-term with Aaron Rodgers. Because, you know, you got a guy that is definitely is going to win you games. You're going to be in the playoffs. Lamar comes down, you're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. And that style of football where you're going to run it and pound it and, um, you know, and – Put together whatever offense line you can. Makai gets back and Oliver Tucker and, you know, whatever. You you put that together. They draft a guy uh, and there's some good tackles in this draft. You go get somebody else. Like, I mean, you're ready to rock and roll and maybe compete for a division. And not just this year, but going forward. And so uh, I'm with you, Jason. Like, th- this thing would be – it could turn out to be – plan B could be better than plan A. Yeah, I mean, I, I think at a certain point they have to take control of the situation and force the issue because Aaron Rodgers is used to stringing out Green Bay as long as he wants, you know what I mean, and just getting away with whatever he wants. And I get it. He, he's done a lot of things there. He's never thrown a pass for the New York Jets. So I'm not letting them walk all over me the way he walks all over Mark Murphy and Goody. Well, I was going to say, Mark Murphy basically made the announcement, you know, last week that he's free to go out there and negotiate. I mean, they want to move on. Oh, I mean, they're, they're in a situation just like they were – basically 18 years ago when they wanted to move on from Brett Favre. We've got Aaron Rodgers sitting here for three years, played a little bit, you know, and we're ready to go. Like, you know, they're, they're about stability at that position, whether Jordan Love is the guy or not, they're about stability and have been at that position for the better part of three decades. And so, you know, they're, they're an organization that because the way they're structured, um, they, they, they they have a plan. Their plan when play started three years ago. Yeah, didn't make anybody you know it didn't make quarterback happy, but no. that plan started three years ago. No, and they and they have to play that young man. The other team that I think should have their team playing already down there, and well, there's there's at least six teams that should be in on at least discussing Lamar Jackson, at least want an audience with them to see what, what's where his head is and and to explore this version of free agency that's available to him, which isn't full blown, but it's close enough. Atlanta. Atlanta, one of the most active teams in the league at the start of the uh, whatever you want to call it, when the guys are being signed but not officially signed. They addressed a lot of tangential positions. But Baldy, man, where they're drafted now, they ain't getting a quarterback. And the best case scenario is they move to three with Arizona to get the third bite at the quarterback apple because one of them's going one and one of them's going two. Like, that's just reality. That's a fact. How could they be looking at that and saying, especially looking at the price that Carolina moved to go to one, saying we're going to have to pay fairly similar freight to that to get a shot at the third quarterback. And we've done all this other stuff to build up our team, but do we really think, do we really think we're competing for a Super Bowl with Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke? Come on. Jason, I, I, I did the Atlanta Falcon preseason games five years in a row. I know Arthur Blank very well. I've been in that. I've been in the old, you know, the old dome, the Georgia Dome, and I've been in the Mercedes Benz um, arena. This, they have never, ever come close to creating the excitement in any one of those buildings the day Mike Vick left. It just has never. It it happens uh, a couple Saturdays a, a season when there's an SEC championship yep. game in that building, maybe even a state high school playoff game, but not on Sundays. 
It hasn't been there. I don't care, Matt Ryan. They show up for the him. soccer team, Bob. Nobody. They, they show up more for the MLS team in there than they do for the Falcons. You, the, there is a there is a dearth of buzz in that building. There's one guy in this draft and in this free agency that can fill that building, and it's Lamar Jackson. And don't think for a second that Arthur Blank doesn't know that. He knows that. And Arthur Blank, look, you build Home Depot. You do all the things that he's done, all the charity, all the social work. There's one thing left for him to do, and that's to walk. And no, there's no other – maybe Jerry Jones. There's no other owner that walks down that field every Sunday to take the temperature of his mm-hmm. team in his building like Arthur Blank. And I don't think anything could make him kind of swell bigger than to see Lamar go out there and do what he did in Baltimore five years in a row, and that is win football games and do it in the style that he does. Puts Atlanta Falcons right on the map, and I don't care Derek Carr's in New Orleans. Uh, it's going to be tough to – Atlanta's going to be highly, highly competitive. You put him – you put Lamar with Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algiers, yes. Drake, yes. London, and Kyle Pitts. Yes. As an offense – I don't – New Orleans ain't outscoring that team. No way. Baldy, playing playing most of his – like, think about how many weather games Lamar's had to play in Baltimore mm-hmm. and with what he's done versus home in a dome on a fast track and at New Orleans as a yep. fast track. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Carolina, you might deal with a little rate. Like, I, 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 I just can't fathom that they wouldn't take advantage of the opportunity to have an audience with Lamar Jackson – Going into his age 26. So season. the argument that their fans tell me, Jason, is we we just got out of salary cap hell. We don't want to go into salary cap hell. Well, who cares if you're in salary cap hell? You know, if you've got Lamar Jackson. Right. Not having to play weather games like he did in the AFC North. That, I just can't imagine they wouldn't baldy at least have a private meeting with him. Why would you not just fly down there, meet Lamar and his mom, and see how it goes? How do yeah. you not kick the tires on Lamar Jackson? He, he wants a contract that Baltimore is not willing to give him. I mean, that's clear, yeah. Jason, okay? So I'm not talking to anybody on either side. You know, Eric DaCosta, you know, I'm not talking to any of Lamar. I mean, it's just from the outside, it's clear that Steve Bashad is not willing to write a guaranteed check to Lamar. I mean, that's what it comes down to. So what is Arthur Blank going to wait for? The development of Desmond Ritter? Like, honestly? Like, and that's not – nobody's knocking Desmond Ritter, but nobody thinks – that Desmond Ritter is going to fill seats in Atlanta, no, no matter what he does. It's not, he's not going to put, he's not going to fill that dome. There's one guy that can do it. And the, you know, like I was saying, like this salary cap hell thing, if you got to ah. pay Lamar, forget that. Just forget it. You need that position filled. You need excitement and buzz in that town for that team. Cause we know it's not a football town. We know it's not a sports right. town and that's not to knock Atlanta. I mean, the Atlanta can like say all that stuff. We, we know what that building sounds like and looks like on Sunday. But with Lamar, that is yep. a totally different Sunday experience with the Atlanta Falcons for the next five years, whatever it is. And they're going to win a whole lot of games, and they're going to be in the play. Like, you win that division with Lamar, you're playing home playoff games Absolutely. indoors. Yes. Indoors, you're playing a home playoff game indoors in Atlanta against whoever. Like, I, I, that's I something just, that you can almost write down and, you know, put it in your notes. They kept Matt Ryan too long. They've punted on high-end quarterbacks. They settled for the mid-round guy last week, last year. He's developmental at this stage. I, I don't know. Makes all the sense in the world to me. What do you think of, in general, what the Falcons did otherwise um, on Monday when the floodgates started to open up? Well, I mean, you know, they had a, you know, 
the offense line had to be addressed. They took yeah. care of that, you know, and they spent their money wisely, you know. I mean, they, and they're not. We'll see what other things that they have uh, in mind right now. But I mean, you go through the list of all the names right now, Jason. But um, you know, I think they're looking at a quarterback short. They've been drafting Drake London and Kyle Pitts at the top of the yeah. draft to get elite players. They need somebody that can finish the deal right now. Should be a fun rest of the week. And for everybody freaking out, saying Lamar doesn't have a market, this or that, just remember, because of the category he's in, he his free agency doesn't really start until Wednesday afternoon. So let's well, just I mean, let look, this they, they, they made it clear that they, they weren't going to be able to afford Chris Lindstrom, okay? Now, Chris Lindstrom's a good player. Like, don't tell me he's like a Pro Bowl player, but he got paid right. like one. You know, like, you. but I can go find you a right guard. You know, you don't oh, have yeah. to spend your first round pick on a right guard. I mean, Baltimore does it every year. Like I could go find you a right guard. All right. I could go find one in the third or fourth round. There's, there's a lot of good ones in this draft. You know, if that's what you want to do. But to me, if you're not paying your right guard, okay, top flight money. What well, okay. Uh, and you have money to spend. Like to me, the quarterback is it's just sitting there. And I and I stand by it. Lamar Jackson yeah. in Atlanta. Changes the awesome. franchise. It changes the franchise. I would say if that happens in 2023, the number one selling jersey in the NFL oh, is no Lamar Jackson Atlanta no Falcons jersey. I saw – like, I still see Mike Fick jersey. Yeah. And yeah. I was there when Mike was there. And I'm not saying Mike was all world there, but Mike was – he sold a lot he of – He was electric. He was electric. You know, they won the division. They were in the playoffs. They went to an NFC championship game. Like, there was a period there when – he was easily one of the top five most exciting players in this league. As the big deals are rolling out Monday, um, Baldy, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm watching San Francisco jump out, and Hargrave's the best defensive tackle available. And they beat teams like Cleveland, right, who've been winning a lot of bidding wars lately for his services. I, I did think a little bit, wait a minute, isn't he older than DeForest Buckner and like, didn't they not want to pay DeForest twenty million a year three years ago when he was not just younger than Hargrave then, but three years younger himself? Now to have come back and they're not addressing quarterback, right? That's their first move. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. It's one thing to admit defeat. I guess that Kinlaw is not going to be who drafted him to be, but I found that to be a little odd. Well, there's a great lesson in all this, Jason, in that when you try to replace DeForest Buckner with Javon Kinlaw, and you miss, the problem doesn't go away. The, the need doesn't go away. What they wanted Javon Kinlaw to do is what Javon Hargrave does. Yeah. And so they what, and here's the lesson. The lesson is, okay, the problem doesn't go away, but you still have to end up overpaying, okay? Because you got Javon Kinlaw on a rookie contract. But he because of injuries and lack of development, he's not that. But Javon Kinlaw, Javon Hargrave is. And so now you put Javon Hargraves next to Nick Bosa yeah. with Eric Armstead and whatever else you have yeah. and whatever depth chart you create with an elite um, defensive line coach. Like you go back in and you become, you know, even with the loss of D'Amico Ryans, you go in and you become a top five defense immediately, right away. Like he had 11 sacks in regular season one post. 12 sacks, but not just that. Like, he, his interior push is almost as good as anybody's in this industry, and that's why they paid for it. Yeah. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.